This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio gets the job done right with help from our trusted contributors at the Ontario College of Trades. Welcome back. Now on to news you can use. Are you thinking about getting some plumbing work down around the house? Are you thinking you can do it yourself? Well, Scott Brownrigg, Director of Corporate Communications from the Ontario College of Trades and Master Plumber Rob Kisilevsky will explain why you should be looking to hire experienced, well-trained and licensed plumbers to get the job done right. We'll also explore some plumbing basics. We will plumb the depths of plumbing basics. And uh, Rob is a very special plumber because he is nominated as part of our Celebrating the Trades campaign. Um, Gentlemen, welcome. And Rob, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, So what does it mean to you, first of all, to be nominated for this? It's a recognizing... It's recognizing the hard work that we do in the trades, and part of the mission statement of Clear Flow Plumbing is to provide high-value service that's high quality with parts and customer service, and that's something that we've always strived to achieve. So it's really nice to see that that's been recognized. Scott? Well, happy to have Rob here. Certainly your listeners were very kind in recommending Rob and other tradespeople uh, for this uh, contest. Uh, I mean, it's a recognition of the work that tradespeople do uh, on behalf of Ontarians in the work they do. Um, the college certainly plays a, a big part in in the uh, in regulating the trades. We are regulated uh, under Act by the provincial government, and we certainly are self-regulated regulated by our members. Um, you know, I think that uh, w- when we talk about our members, we are glad to know that they're working in the best interest of uh, of Ontarians and we're happy to work with them both to protect uh, Ontarians, protect their business and to promote the trades throughout the province. Okay, I'm going to give the numbers out again because, hey, these guys are here to take all your questions about plumbing and I know that a lot of you must be having issues. I have some issues. The numbers to call for your plumbing questions, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Okay, so um, let's start with some common complaints. A, A lot of people, at least at some time or another, have running toilets and the price of water is through the roof. And if you don't do something about it, you're going to get a very big bill. So, so... What do you do if your toilet's running? It's um, it's not that hard to start checking to see if, if it's running. And then uh, there's a dye test that's available from certain municipalities to check to see that the toilet is running, definitely. Uh, the dye goes in the back of the toilet, and then if it's leaking, it'll end up in the bowl. Uh, at that point, it's uh, 
just simply changing the flapper that holds all the water in the tank or changing the assembly that uh, holds on to the flapper. And is there any way you can tell without this dye test? If uh, Sure. If the water in the tank keeps going down, down slowly and you hear the, the tank filling up on a regular basis and nobody's been using it, it's like a ghost flush is happening, uh, then you definitely have a running toilet. Okay, because sometimes uh, what happens is uh, you can... You can hear it kind of filling up right after you flush. Is that a problem? Right after you flush? That's good. That means that tank is filling. That means that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But now, sometimes it's filling while you're trying to flush it. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. Because, but if it if it just keeps going after you're done, if, if that thing is, uh, the tank fills, and then it starts to fill on its own, then, then it's a problem. Okay. And, and I have to ask a, a question uh from my home, so sure. Um, the toilet uh, keeps making very loud groaning noises. Sometimes I think it's going to explode. It hasn't oh. yet. <laughs> Is it treated right? <laughs> I would think so. Okay, then that's good. Uh, the groaning noises. When does that happen? Any time. Any time. Yeah. I'd out have of the to blue. come over and listen to it and, and diagnose but it. But if at that you point, come over, so it probably weird. won't happen when you're there. Well, of course. Is it? Could it be that flapper thing? The groaning is probably the fill valve that wants to fill the tank a little bit, and it's just squeaking or groaning to add just a little bit of water. It's just enough to annoy you. Okay. I'm not sure I follow. What do I do about it? Oh, we're going to have to change out the fill valve in the tank. Okay. And I, uh, okay, so, so, and I should probably tell the plumber that before he comes so he brings a fill valve. You should definitely tell the plumber before that, describe the same scenario that you did to me, and let the plumber know the make of the toilet. Is it an American Standard? Is it a Kohler? Uh, is it a Toto from Australia? All these different types of toilets, all the manufacturers use different parts. So it's great to know what it is at a time to save time and money. Okay. Well, our own uh, Christine Ross uh, is back at her microphone because she also has a plumbing question. Hey, Chris. Hey. Okay, I realize this is radio, and I actually did up a little diagram. It's not the best, so I'm going to try and explain it because I'm not in the booth with you. So I have the faucet in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. The left cold is spinning. It's like something is stripped. So I had to turn the water off, obviously, in, in the washroom. It would be running all the time. So I went underneath, I tightened everything I thought looked loose, went back up to the tap, and it's still not spinning. So I went to YouTube, which is normally my go-to for sure, that's a good source. plumbing issues. Sure. Not as good as you guys, but it, <laughs> it, it can help me. I've learned a lot of new terms I never thought I'd ever learn. Um, but I think, could it be a, a plumbing cement issue to keep the tap actually from spinning on top where it's fastened to the, the counter? No, so let me just get some clarification. It's the handle itself that it, keeps spinning, right? Okay, and then the um, and then does the water come on and off? Are you able to turn the water on or? Well, no, or it, it, yeah, it, it's it comes on, but I can't turn it off because when I go to turn it off, it's hitting okay. the back of the counter, so it's constantly dripping. Oh, these are great questions. It's an easy fix. You need a new handle. <laughs> oh, right, and possibly a new stem valve. New handle and stem valve. What's a stem valve? Oh, that's just the valve inside underneath the handle that allows water to go in and out. So when the handles turn, that turns the valve. Okay. Oh, okay, so what, what's a good name brand I should be looking for? Oh. The, the same one that you have right now. We're not plugging brands. 
Oh, <laughs> it's so, whatever, whatever your your uh, whatever your faucet is now. If it's a Moen or a Delta or whatever it right. might be, um, if you have, you've said that. Uh, if I remember, you have a shutoff underneath the sink. Yes, I do. Shut that off, both of them. Yeah, the hot and the cold. Right. Remove the handle. Remove the stem valve and go off to your nearest favorite hardware store or big box store. Yeah. And present it to them. But just the just the one, I don't have to replace the entire unit? You don't know. But wait, will it match though? I mean what are the chances of me finding the exact one though? Pretty gosh darn good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well oh. that took five minutes to solve that problem. You're okay. Very welcome. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I am here with our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. And uh, we're talking plumbing. We're going to go right to the phones, and we've got Rob in Oshawa. Hi, Rob. Hi. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, we had the plumber in about a month ago, and uh, it seems you didn't fix the toilet correctly. Uh, when I flush, uh, sometimes the tank doesn't fill up again. That's about it. the only problem I'm having. Okay. Uh, what was done to the toilet? I can ask you that. Well, it was uh, not filling properly, and it needed a new handle. The handles are broken inside. Uh, I don't know a lot what was the problem. My sister had it uh, phone the plumber, plumber in. I'm not sure what he did exactly, but I know oh, he okay. put a new handle in. And Okay, but the tank doesn't fill after flushing, so we don't know if he changed the fill valve or not. Yeah. Um, it may need an adjustment. Okay. Okay. Um, unfortunately, you'd probably have to call somebody back if uh, you may want to call that person back and just say hey you know what it just it's not working right and and could you come and take a look at it and see if there's something that may have been uh, adjusted improperly okay I'll do that thanks oh. for your help okay you're welcome okay thanks for your call right bye so um, how important is it to kind of uh, have your your problem diagnosed before you get a, a plumber out there because you know he's made one call and then if 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 he even if uh, you know there was no problem with the work that was done if he says right. okay well now you have to get this part and that part and then the plumber has to come back and that's how um, I guess it starts adding up. Um. It can. Prevention, uh, as I was saying, providing as much information to the plumber up front make of the item that's being worked on, possibly the model, uh, a good description of the problem, that really helps. I always say that I could tow behind my van a whole warehouse and still possibly not have the right part because plumbing is just such an intricate uh, and detailed, uh, uh, fun not function, I'm searching for a word, but, it, but everything is very specific. So American Standard makes things a little different than, than Toto, and Toto makes things a little different than Kohler. And uh, the Delta faucets are different than the Moen faucets. And even within that brand, the Deltas are going to be different from year to year, and they're going to they're gonna have different parts. So all that kind of stuff, pictures. Pictures are fantastic. In today's age of communication, snap a few pictures, send them off to the plumber. Uh, that'll help diagnose what's going on and, and bring the right parts and save some time and money. Okay, let's go to Mike in Guelph. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Fine. How are you? 
I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, I've already asked that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. What's your question? Um, well, I'm a pretty handy guy. I'm hooking up a upstairs bathroom to a downstairs bathroom. Just wanted to kind of refresh my memory on how to vent. I'm I'm pretty sure I know how to do it. I just thought maybe uh, he could help me with uh, venting those pipes so that they're okay. The toilet. The sink and the shower are all vented properly. Uh, okay, well, let's take a look at venting first off. Uh, it's an important part of this plumbing system. It allows air into the system and allows water to flow through the drainage pipes. Um, if plumbing didn't have vents, the water wouldn't flow properly um, and the refuse wouldn't uh, flow through the pipes properly. For an example, uh, a bag of milk, if just the front part is cut off, the milk pours out slowly. But if an additional cut is made at the back to allow air in, then we've got much more flow. It flows easier, uh, a lot faster. So venting has to be done properly. Otherwise, we get uh, plumbing fixtures such as sinks, toilets, showers, bathtubs that like to gurgle and very slowly drain. And that causes a problem because we're not getting the full effect of, of uh, discharging everything. So there's... A code dedicated just to what you're asking about, Mike, and um, you need to make sure that everything's done properly. I can't kind of just off the top say, you know, you're going to have to do this exactly this way, but uh, your best option is to vent every fixture in your bathroom separately. Make sure that they're joined above the flood level rim of your highest fixture, which is going to be your sink, and make sure that that's connected to your main vent stack which um, should also make sure that there's uh, nothing coming down that stack above it. And I figure if you're in a house and it's the upstairs bathroom, you don't have another bathroom above this one. That's right. Yeah. So if you do that, you should be just fine. You should have a wonderful flushing sound from your toilet, a whirling sound from your sink and your bathtub. They can all run into that same main pipe, though, the, the vent pipe. Yeah, they sure can. As long as that's a three or four inch pipe uh, as a main stack, or if it's a one and a half or a two inch uh, strict vent pipe. Okay, thanks cool. for that. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Okay, to me that that conversation is a perfect example of why you should get a professional to do it, Scott. I totally agree. Mm. I mean, members can tell you, or professionals can give you the right advice. Um, it's, there's also a comfort level with people who hire members because are uh, certified uh, uh, tradespeople, members of the college who follow a code of ethics. Uh, who, uh, uh, when before you hire a a tradesperson, you can go online to collegeoftrades.ca and check whether uh, they are in fact a member. They have their training, they've done their apprenticeship, uh, and whether there's any uh, you know kind of strikes against them in the past. It just gives uh, consumers who purchase these services a. Uh, uh, deeper level of comfort in getting the expertise that they need. Okay, uh, let's go back to the phones. We've got Alex in Brampton. Hi, Alex. Hi. Uh, good afternoon. My uh, problem is that I hear this dripping in the basement, at the basement drain, and I'm wondering if that's normal and if it's for the purpose of keeping the gas from uh, coming back. Uh, but it's uh, kind of annoying and you hear a constant drip. Alex, that's a that's really a great question, um, and it's nice that you know about uh, the water and the uh, trap preventing the gases, the sewer gases, from coming into the house uh, with that water. A lot of uh, floor drains 
are primed uh, with a water source from a tap or a toilet. So somewhere in your house should be a connection uh, possibly behind a laundry tap or a bathroom tap or a toilet. Uh, and that line would go down to that drain. It's easy to take a look if you're able to take the cover off that floor drain uh, and peek inside to see if there's uh, a tube sticking into that drain and, and yeah, water coming out. Yeah, there is a tube, and it's from okay. that uh, tube that the drip comes, and it appears to be uh, positioned uh, back into where the laundry uh, tub is, area mm-hmm. is. And uh, there is a hose from uh, the laundry tub, and the, in the basement there's a plastic pipe and the, the this hose is inserted into it and i'm just wondering if that's where the water is coming from and running basically across the basement floor and they get that dripping it is that's exactly where it's coming from you've been able to diagnose it yourself well done uh no i have i have another question i don't know if you want to take it or not um if i can i'd like to yeah you mentioned uh phantom flushing uh before and it seems like uh, once a day or whatever i get this short flushing sound but it doesn't come from any of the toilets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll let him take that question. Thanks for your call, Alex. Um, interesting. Uh, if I can, I know we're running on time, but uh, Alex, I'd like to say that if that drip is annoying, uh, there is a substitution for the water line. You can get a mechanical trap uh, guard. They're available at your local hardware store or your local uh plumbing wholesaler sometimes the wholesalers will let customers come in i know in in hamilton hamilton plumbing supply they allow that uh as do the bigger stores um you insert that into your drain and uh it will stop the sewer gases from coming up and you either yourself or have somebody hired to uh, disconnect that line from your laundry tap okay let's go to art in etobicoke hi art how you doing fine uh, I, uh, I have a problem with the uh, laundry taps. Now, it just started about a month, month and a half ago. What happens when I uh, turn one tap on, I got uh, a lot of, like, a, sounds like a loose washer or whatever, you know, the, the whole pipes shake. Okay. So I changed that. I, I took that stem out, and I checked the washer, and the washer was solid in there. And then I still got the problem. Now, with the laundry taps, you know, it comes out of the wall. And I took out the cold water tap and I, uh, the stem. And I checked that, and it was still solid in there. So I put it back in. But I'm still getting a lot of uh, air noise from the taps. Well, uh, you're exactly right. It is air noise, Art. And uh, what we... Um what you would like to do in that case is have either uh, shock arresters, uh, uh, shock absorbers installed on your hot and cold line above your uh, laundry tap on your copper pipes. I take it they're going to be copper because they're shaking. And uh, also what you can do is if you're able to, as much of those pipes, pin them to the wall. Okay. Let's go to Maureen in Mississauga. Hello, Maureen. Hi, how are you? Fine. How are you? Good, thanks. My question is about a sump pump. I'm in a townhouse and in the basement there's a sump pump. Okay, yeah. And I'm not too sure exactly because when I bought the house, the builder showed me and said I had to um, turn, there's a like a cylinder thing at the top with the month of the year on it. 
so I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to do with this sump pump. Okay, I'm not quite certain about what the builder was asking you to do, but normally sump pumps are automatic. Uh, they'll sit in the basement in the in a plastic pit usually. Right. Uh, it's a pump and it's uh, got a floater on it that's designed to activate automatically when the water collected in that that tub gets to a certain level. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, on the pipe above there. There's going to be a valve, a shutoff valve that allows water on or off. Right. Uh, but that should always be left in the on position. Right, and I see that, but in the there's above that there's like a cylinder type thing with the month of the year January and he said every, every month I'm supposed to turn that and then I pull the hose out of that hole and let some water out but I'm never sure how much water to let out because it seemed to just keep going and going so I could get buckets loads or you would tell me to pull it up and then put it back okay I'm, I'm going to let uh, I'm going to let the question be answered Thanks, uh, Maureen. Maureen, that's yeah. uh, you've you've stumped me. I've never heard of uh, of a monthly maintenance action that has to be done to a sump pump. Okay, um, that might be one that you have to get somebody in to ask about. Uh, let's go to Sam in Brantford. Hi, Sam. Yeah. Hi again, Libby. Uh, this is my line. Um, when I purchased my home here in uh, Brantford. Uh, I redid all the plumbing, and I put shutoffs at every sink and every uh, laundry tub. Why is it that the building department or the building code does not stipulate that these uh, shutoff valves be installed when the house, a new house is being built at every sink or at every uh, location where there's uh, a sink or, or a tub? Okay, Sam. Okay, well, Sam, I may get in trouble a little bit for answering this question the way that I'm going to, but the Ontario Building Code, a fantastic code that it is, is a code of minimum standards that need to be met by builders in order to uh, build a structure in Ontario. Part of our philosophy, Clear Flow Plumbing, is to meet or exceed those standards whenever possible. Um, if we're going in to do something... Uh, and we're building from scratch, we recommend valves at at all fixtures, at all the plumbing fixtures, because that makes life a lot easier, and that's basically what you're kind of getting to. Um, There's also scales of economy. Um, The more items that are put into a plumbing system, the more expensive they are with the parts and labor involved, the testing of the systems and all that. So we've uh, we've gone to many a new builds uh, after homes have been purchased and installed uh, shutoff valves under under sinks. But uh, by code, the toilets uh, have to have them, um, but the sinks do not. Okay, we have about a minute and left, so we're going to take one more really quickly. Brenda in Brampton. Hi, Brenda. Oh, hey. I'm in a condo, so it's kind of out of my control, but I have very poor drainage in my kitchen sink and in my shower. The toilets are good. The sinks are good. Uh-huh. The weird thing is I knew it was there. Because in my kitchen sink, if I just put my hand over or my kitchen brush over the sink and pump a few times, the water goes down. Okay. We've got to let you go and get a quick answer okay. to that. Thanks, Thank Brenda. Uh, Brenda, you're going to want to call your uh, the management company to take a look at that uh, because that's something they're going to have to put in a little bit of time to solve. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, the advantage and the disadvantage of the condo is that you don't have control. And the advantage is if they do something wrong, you've got to make them fix it. It's a nice place to be. 
Okay. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to our guests for answering all those questions. And, of course, uh, congratulations to Master Plumber Rog. Rob Kieselewski, and um, thanks to Scott Brownrig, the Director of Corporate Communications from the Ontario College of Trades. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.